Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Social podcast. To kick it off, let me just say, I know the hustle. I know that never-ending to-do list, that constant whirlwind of new ideas, and really that nagging feeling deep in your gut that you're just juggling way too much. It's kind of like spinning plates is how I like to look at it. But let me tell you this, I have been there and I have learned a thing or two along the way over the last eight years. Today, I want to talk about something that I know is going to be a game changer for you, okay? I want to talk about why you should stop continuously creating new email copy when you are trying to either sell something or generate more clients. Now, this topic actually came from a question that I got on Instagram from Tina. So thank you, Tina, for asking. Greatly appreciate you. She mentioned to me that she's growing her email list. She has her lead magnets. She sends out monthly newsletters to her list about industry stats. She does tips. She does a whole spotlight thing. But she said they do not convert into anything. So let's dive into this a little bit, okay? Let's dive into email marketing specifically. And first, let's actually talk about the strategy. I want to make sure that you know the difference between email newsletters and email sequences. So in email newsletters, they are kind of like your friendly check-in. It's a really a way just to stay top of mind. So they're really about maintaining that connection that you have with your audience. On the flip side, email sequences are the workhorses, okay? They are the ones that are building that relationship, doing the selling for you. They're automatically sent out to people based on actions that they take. So they are the ones that's actually turning those leads into clients. So remember, while newsletters have their place, the real magic happens with sequences. They are the ones that are automating this journey that is nurturing those leads along the way. Now, of course, I do use both methods and I recommend both methods, but they have a time and a place. So I use email sequences when I have a new lead of some sort. Let's just say, for example, if I'm doing a live webinar, there's a specific email sequence that every single person is going to receive, which is directly talking about that webinar. Whereas my newsletters, they are weekly emails that I'm sending out to my entire database that is promoting my podcast. Now, how I look at newsletters is so much different than how most look at it. I don't even like to use the word newsletters, but it's how people understand it. So most send a newsletter that are really pretty, right? They have different graphics. They have the stats, the updates, just like Tina was doing. Let me tell you, they do not work as well as if you were to just write a normal email. What do I mean by that? So a normal email means the same type of email that you would send to a client or to a prospect one-on-one. -on -one. Both of these things are important, but again, just keep in mind, newsletters keep you top of mind. Sequences do the work for you. Newsletters should not be all pretty. They should just be a normal email. Regardless though, email marketing in general, it is a total, total gold mine. It's really your direct line to your audience. But here's the catch. Many people spend an incredible amount of time redoing emails from scratch all the time. 
But trust me, there is a better way. When done right, email marketing, especially with those email sequences we were talking about, it's really about gently guiding your dream client to becoming an actual client. It's kind of like having that face-to-face conversation, but in written form. It's about creating this automatic sequence that is doing the talking, the selling, the conversational aspects for you. Now, I totally get it though. You might feel that urge just to do something new, to reinvent that wheel every time, but let's just pause here for a sec, okay? Let's really think about this. If we're continuously reinventing the wheel, We're not actually gaining traction. And that's with anything in life and in business. We're stuck in this loop that is just going in circles and circles and circles. And who really has time for that? Especially at the stage of your business right now. But here's the game changer for you. Instead of starting from scratch every single time, why don't you use what you have? Use the stats. So our emails, our conversations, our stories, they literally are treasures for us. They really are this base, that foundation of our communication. Now here's the magic part. When we actually take a look at the data, the stats of the open rates, the click-through rates, all this jazz, we actually let the numbers tell us what is working, what is not working, and that's what's gonna guide us. It's like having this map that is literally showing you step one, two, three, four, et cetera. So what you do is you make these tiny tweaks based on those performance. We refine, we polish, and then we make it better. And guess what? As you keep sending out these emails, engaging with your community, you are gonna get even more insights. They'll tell you what resonates, what sparks their interest, and that alone is pure gold for you. But let's take this a little bit deeper, okay? I wanna share some tips about open rates and click rates, and I really wanna show you exactly where you should be looking for these stats. So open rates, they tend to be the highest with the very first email, and then they gradually decrease as your sequence progress. So for me, I always aim for over 40% open rates. Most of my campaigns though, they like to start around that 80 to 90% open rate for the very first email, then it kind of settles around that 40 to 50% for the rest of the emails. However though, industry standards, it says anything over 20% is solid. But here's the thing, I want you to compete with yourself. Okay, don't worry about what I'm doing, compete with yourself. Always tweak your subject lines to get better, better numbers. Meaning, how many people are open your email? So subject lines, add in urgency, personalize them, get creative, and don't be shy from testing emojis, okay? Some people say, why should I do that? They are attention grabbing, okay? They seriously can change the game with your emails. Now, click rates. Click rates means how many people are actually clicking the link inside your email. So my initial goal is over 2%, but obviously the higher, the better. So to amp up your click rates, you actually want to pay attention to the copy within your email. Is it compelling enough to drive clicks? Pay attention to where you're even placing the call to actions within your emails. In your email autoresponder, which I hope you're using, you can actually track which links people are clicking. So just really be mindful of that. And also take note if you have multiple links in your email. Test with one link versus multiple links. So for example, sometimes in my email, my newsletters, I'll add a link to my podcast, YouTube, and blog at one email. Okay, And I want to see what's getting the most attention. This is literally me just testing to see what my audience is doing. Now, here's the biggie one, okay? The click to open percentage. 
This tells you what percentage of people are clicking the link based on who actually opened your email. So I really, really like this number. This is something really fun to look at, but this number, I like it to hover around that 10 to 15% because it is telling you what is actually happening in your email versus the, just the normal click rate. So just remember, newsletters, they do have their place, but their real magic happens in the sequences. And when you look at the stats, it tells you exactly what to tweak. They are the ones that are automating that journey that is turning those leads into clients. Now, if you do want more help with email marketing, I did put together a really detailed guide on how to use email marketing to grow your business, generate more clients and sales. If you do want access to that, head on over to lisaandcoaching.ca slash email dash marketing dash guide. Don't worry, I'll also put that in the notes for you. I know that's a lot to remember. So regardless though, the next time you're thinking about recreating an email, just stop. Look at what you have and then perfect it. And when it comes down to rewriting an email completely from scratch, use the knowledge that you have from all of your other sequences to ensure that this new email is actually gonna convert like crazy. Now, before we wrap it up today, I just wanna share a little secret with you. You do not have to do this alone, okay? You do not have to do this alone. This is what I am here for. If there's ever a moment where you think just, hey, I would like to adjust this and you don't know how, just give me a shout. Message me on social media. We're in this together. So here's your mission for the day. Embrace what you have already done. Be proud of yourself, but leverage the power of your existing emails in the stats to do the work for you. Let them be that starting point for you or your launch pad, even if I could say that. Trust the process and let the data be your compass. Remember, my friend, success isn't about running in every single different direction, jumping on every idea that comes up. It's about taking those deliberate steps, learning and adapting. It's about using what works and refining it, not starting over, refine it. That is how we build empires. So let's do it. Take a moment today, look at your emails and look at the potential that is sitting there for you. Let's make those tweaks, let's optimize, and let's watch those number climb, climb, climb every single time, okay? You've got this and you've got a full community here with you to help you along the way. So together, let's take those steps towards that business growth that you are looking for. But regardless, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I cannot wait to see you next week. Cheers to your success. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.